Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. Hey everybody, welcome to the Etc. Show. It's one of those nights where we got a lot to talk about, but stuff we shouldn't be talking about on air. But it's cool. And I'm here with Paul and Joe. Guys, how you doing? We're doing all right, but you make it sound like really bad stuff we shouldn't be talking about on air. No, it's it's information that is not relevant to our listeners. That's 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 it. Well, it, and nothing bad, but information that we shouldn't get out. You know, why does it sound so bad? I don't know. Oh, we've man. tried to restart this like three times now, <laughs> and no matter what we do, it's got muscle through. Hmm. All right. Well, let's get started. How about if we do this? Um, let's get started. Why don't Paul? Can you jump out and jump right back on? And sure, sure. let's see if it helps. If not, we'll do it with Joe. All right, but yeah. So so we're here. We're fighting some technology. Technology is our not our friend tonight, Joe. It is not. It's technology not a- is almost never the solution. Like anytime you're like, oh, we're gonna get this technological thing. It'll solve all of our problems. It's almost then inevitably going to be the problem from then on out. Yeah, so I we're gonna get through it. It's gonna be okay. We are. We're gonna so, get through. Tonight we're taping our Exeter program in a later. Oh man, episode three of Behind the Steel Curtain as uh, just a preview. We're gonna talk about the teams that Sewage fans should just like the most. So stay tuned for that, or or check out on the big Behind the Steel Curtain network. And I'm pretty uh, sure that all fun. the ones I voted for did not make the list. It's, there was some I was questioning. It was like one of those things. I don't know like, why you would question them. They were all teams that definitely everyone should hate. I'm like Joe. We need football teams. We need teams actually. Listen, for football, all, you did not specify that they had to be other football teams that had to be hated. I, so I let's mean, be honest. You did not specify that they. Were, so just, the A team is valid. Yeah, yeah. Joe started writing local pickleball teams. I'm like, Joe. Right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes, I mean. These teams are horrible. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think we care about Mississippi that pickleball middle school teams. school girls softball team. Oh, yeah. they're the worst. <laughs> yeah, so if they make the list, which hopefully they don't, uh, Joe will have to explain all kinds of. I am happy to explain. Right. All, all kinds why of. Why we should hate the A-team. Yeah, just There's some cricket that, that teams one, that we should talk about. Then that one, that one guy on the A team has a very bad attitude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yes, yes, very much so. 
All right. Well, hey, we, we're going to the one topic night. Sometimes we try to tackle on 15 <laughs> topics, and it gets confusing. <laughs> Last week, we tried to – I think it was a list of about eight things, and we talked about one right. for 45 <laughs> minutes. But it was a good it was a good time. So I, I said, hey, let's go back to one topic. And I'm a little bit confused about this one. I've intentionally not read this too much beforehand. Uh, so I, I don't want to be influenced by any other people, but um, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Now, one of the big questions always when we look at these stories is, where is this being happening at? And this is in London. There's going to be a pop-up hotel. And I'm looking at the picture here. We'll, we'll use this as a show picture. Um, it's They call it like a pop-up hotel. So very Kentucky Fried Chicken flavored. Um <laughs> There's I'm sorry, I found that amusing. <laughs> well, they had eleven. They have eleven flavors, right? Right. Herbs yeah, and spices. Herbs and spices. There's pictures of Colonel Sanders, like on the front door. There's a. It looks like a. Is that a pop machine or like a video game machine? Uh, that's a video, a video game, game machine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now you playing the Colonel's ghost haunts you in the middle of the night. And- <laughs> Now, are we playing a a chicken game, or are we? Yes, it is a it is somehow chicken themed. Okay, I mean, I'm I'm scanning a hot winger arcade machine. Okay, as what in quotation marks. So I don't know what that means, but it appears to be some type of game that is hot wing related. Now, and I'm looking here at it, it looks like a nice suite. Um, you've got like color. The colors of Kentucky Fried Chicken looks like they're the blankets on the the couch. Um, Is this just one room? I assume it's a suite because it is a hotel. So I'm assuming there's none of the pictures that we're seeing on this website have uh, beds anywhere. But you know, I'm assuming you're not laying on the couch, right? I don't know. You might. Okay. I don't think that's the whole idea, I think. Right. And then you've got a a sign, kind of like one of those colored, uh, what do you call them, a colored sign, like on top of the TV fireplace area. The neon sign. Neon sign. And it says, it's finger licking good. Right. Which for a Kentucky Fried Chicken, I guess that's understandable. Uh, You better tell your wife. Slogan. Well, but what I'm saying is you better tell your wife. Um, or significant other, or whoever you bring this Kentucky Fried Chicken Hotel, that's a Kentucky Fried Chicken Hotel, because if you walk in and you hit see this big, it's finger looking good sign, if I didn't know where I was, I'd be freaked out. I'd be like, what? And I'd just run out. You know what I mean? I'd be like, hey, you gotta run away. But honey, the jacuzzi's got chicken broth in it. <laughs> yes, yes. No, it doesn't. What? That's not real. <laughs> well, I mean... It better not be real. That's gross. <laughs> It's just really grossing me out just to imagine that that's a real thing. <laughs> See, I don't know if they're trying to be funny with this, but like, you know, the figure looking good has a bunch of connotations. I, I, we shouldn't talk about this family type podcast. But then you also have the House of Harlan. That's what it's called, which almost sounds like House of Harlots. So I, I you know, we're, we're getting too close to bad subjects here. So I mean, I. 
I, I don't know. I, I mean, out of the gutter. Yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Harland is the name of Colonel Sanders. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Colonel Harlan Sanders. Okay, so this is going to be open for 11 nights between August 18th and 29th. It's a reference to the 11 herbs and spices that go into its chicken. Now, this is weird. A black Cadillac will pick up guests and take it to the pop-up hotel where their own chicken clerk will greet them. Chick-in. Like a check-in clerk. Right. A chick-in. Guess what? Guess what? Access to a private cinema a hot winger arcade machine, and a chicken concierge service. They'll have to hit the um, press for chicken button and wait for free chicken to be delivered to the room. Now, now here's what's interesting. This thing, I, I'm seeing it's 159 bucks. Is that what you're seeing? Yep, yep. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's in London, so it's 111 pounds. Okay, which is 159 bucks. So it looks like one room. It doesn't look like the most opulent, you know, suite or whatever. But you get a hundred and thirty-nine dollars of chicken. Okay, okay, I got to weigh in on that. I tried to break this down. Now, in the article, it says you're. Hey, Paul, you're. We're losing a little bit, Paul. Check back out. Yeah. Check out, check back in. All right, we apologize for that. Right. Uh, oh, what's well, going on? Technology tonight. Folks. Yes. Well, which I'm kind of nervous about because we're taping everything tonight, too, which is going to be right. But yeah, yeah so, so Paul's going to come back with his feelings about that. And apparently um, he has some. I don't understand how you pay 111 pounds for the room, but you get 139 pounds worth of chicken. Yeah, so they're clearing 20 bucks. But I'm wondering, too, can you bring that chicken with you? Okay, so I'm Which thinking... Bring it where? What? Home? Yeah. Because, okay, here's the thing I'm confused by. Okay. Okay. This isn't a... This is a special 11-night only thing. So, yeah, yeah, I guess you could take your family there if they're all in the chicken or whatever. Uh, I mean, I know you can't because the rooms, you can only have two people. Okay, so it's you... And, you know, a loved one, your spouse, um, you know, I'm not encouraging people to spend nights together before they're married, but I guess if you do, you do, whatever. But, but I, I guess what I'm saying is two people aren't clearing $139 of chicken, are they? No, that's what I was going to say before my computer <laughs> intervened. But, okay. Okay. So maximum two people in this room. You get $139 of free chicken. Okay. So if my wife and I go to spend one night in the the chicken hotel room, that means a a bucket of 12 pieces of chicken is $20. That means each one of us must personally devour three and a half buckets of chicken. Right. Each one of us. Who's that last last half bucket that'll get you? (laughs) I'm Especially in London, now. they do, they don't eat portions like we do. No. Oh, no. Okay, so it sounds wonderful. You're like, what a great deal, but no way the right minds eating that much chicken. I hope not. If you like, do, I hope this is close to a hospital. Yeah. Are are they just? <laughs> this is a room designed for Kobayashi. Are they just trying to protect themselves? It's not that guy who can, who does all the eating contests. Yeah. Well, but oh I guess, yeah. 
but I guess what I'm trying to figure out is, okay, they sound cheap if they say, okay, you have $5 to spend on whatever chicken you want. And you're like, what? You know, I can't feed myself for five bucks, let alone uh, a loved one or whatever the case might be. But it's a random number they come out with when they say 139. Why have they say all you can eat? Or are they trying to protect themselves to have Kobayashi? Like if you and Kobayashi, right, somebody saying, shows up and just what? puts it down. Right. There's a line in the article that says, "It says to discourage overconsumption or something." It's like you you're well past the concern of overconsumption at three and a half buckets of chicken per person. One bucket is pushing it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm i a little bit confused by that. Or, or just say all you can eat within reason or, or you get up to two buckets. I mean, within reason invites to having a whole com- set of conversations with somebody who is clearly not reasonable because right. they have paid for a hotel room that is chicken themed with a free chicken button. You are not talking to someone who is reasonable. So you, you really can't use that as a caveat. <laughs> yeah. Cause you, your, your thought process now is, Oh, I'm, you know, I'm basically just paying 20 bucks for the hotel room, you know, by time yeah. to factor in the cost of the chicken. And then the, so you think you're getting this great deal. So it's a, it's a tangible way to say, this is a great deal. No, and then, then you get in there, you to, like when you whatever. go to like, you pancake place. Right. Oh yeah. But then you got to factor in yeah, the medical cost or whatever it is that you've done to your gastrointestinal <laughs> system after eating $139 worth of KFC chicken. But you're in London, so socialized medicine, you're good. <laughs> I think this is a really easy idea for everyone else to rip off because anybody could do this. You could have like Pizza Hut, you know, just. Well. Funny you should mention that. Okay. So the article you sent us didn't have this information, but I looked up another article. Ooh, okay. uh, the Yum Corporation that owns KFC also owns Taco Bell. Okay. They did this successfully in 2019 with Taco Bell, with a Taco Bell-themed hotel oh. for four nights. And expanded it to 11 because it's 11 herbs and spices. Now, why are they offering Cadillac service? That doesn't make sense. I, I'm imagining that it is a promotional vehicle that they already own. It would be okay. like the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile picking you up. Yep. Like they already have it, and it's a thing that's around, so you might as well have them do that. What I'm genuinely surprised by, 111 pounds is $159 or whatever else. That's actually not that much money for a hotel in London. That's actually yeah. high. Yeah. So I'm actually kind of surprised that it's that reasonable for this, you know, boutique of an event. I would have expected it to be a lot more expensive. Like you I'm not say- saying I would have done it, but I would have expected <laughs> it to be a lot more expensive. Yeah, you, you think they would say, hey, 500 bucks, you know, per night. You know, you get oh, the, yeah. your Cadillac Easy. ride. $139 with a chicken. So, so like anybody who is going out of their way to book a night in a hotel, in a pop-up hotel, I don't know. I The logistics of a pop-up hotel astound me. I don't understand what, you, what he, that even is. Hotel running is so crazy expensive 
I don't understand why you would go to the trouble of outfitting this whole place and getting a number of uh, the vi these video games that go in there and getting the uh, the neon signs put over all the fireplaces and decking out all these rooms, even the pillows that say House of Harlan. Like, what to do all of that for eleven nights and only charge one hundred and eleven pounds? Yeah. yeah. It said something at the bottom of the article about the proceeds will go to some foundation or whatever. What proceeds? Are you kidding me? This costs way more than you're charging. Well, I would expect to maybe have a, the video game in their headquarters or something. But unless they have a big office in London, they're going to have to ship the video game across sea. I mean, you know, even now, loan costs a lot of money, right? Yeah, it's it's sort of madness. I don't understand. Well, I understand it as a promotional thing, and you do some wacky promotional thing just to get buzz going. We're talking about it. Um, I understand doing that, but the whole thing just seems massively cost ineffective to me. But I mean, are we sure these these aren't just a bunch of shipping crates just lined up? With I'm not sure nice of that. You're, you're, on, you're on to something. Or you walk into a room and that photograph is taped to a wall. Well, <laughs> and the rest of the place is just an absolute dump. Well, and, well, even if it's legitimate, which I think it's legitimate, you can re-outfit that room with you know Taco Bell stuff the next week or Pizza Hut or yeah. But they're not talking about doing that. This is just an eleven night thing. What is this place? All of the other yeah, nights what? of the year. Why are we doing this? I mean, <laughs> well, and I'm thinking too. Okay, okay, I've never so, thought of eating Kentucky Fried Chicken as an overnight experience. I've always have, thought of it as some sort of desperation. I can't find another fast food restaurant, you know. So I go to Kentucky Fried Chicken, and then basically am ashamed of it ever after. That's and, me and KFC. And like you said, with two people going only, you're taking out family. So it's either you and your loved one, like your whoever you're in a relationship with. So you have to assume that one of the people in the relationship is a hardcore Kentucky Fried Chicken fan. Oh, please let them be. Don't let this be a casual thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I couldn't find a hotel that we can go to for night. So hey, dear, I know I, I love you and I know how much you are addicted to KFC. So here I have bought you your drug of choice. That's. Can you pick between original and extra crispy? I, you have to. Be to be are you kidding me? You have to be able to pick between those. But it is just a button, so I don't know how you would pick. Well, but all it shows is a button, like a game show button. So you're my, just popping that thing, and free chicken comes. Uh, hopefully, somebody delivers it. It's not like in a box and just falls out underneath. <laughs> that would be horrible. But I don't know if there's a menu. I'm thinking this has got to be for guys. Because, hey, if you're a huge Kentucky Fried Chicken fan, your wife says, hey, we're going out for the night. You know, you pull in there and you're like, oh, this is cool. Because, you know, guys think this stuff is cool. My wife is a huge Taco Bell fan. If they had this for Taco Bell and I take her there. They did. Right. <laughs> but one thing is she's going to be horrified. She loves Taco Bell. And she'd be like, what are you doing? I mean, she might laugh for a couple minutes. She might say, ha ha, what a good joke. And she's like, why are you taking me here? You know what I mean? It's, I, I'm, I'm not even sure who the audience is for this. You know, but it's that, the, it could the, be that British humor, you know? 
I think it, it feels to me similar to that thing where you have the idea of hiring a violin player to play next to your table while you have a romantic dinner. Right. And it seems awesome for like halfway <laughs> through the first song. And then you realize that you've hired somebody to stand there and watch you eat for an hour. <laughs> and you're just horrified. Like, uh, hey, do you know Freebird? Like, what are you supposed to do with this violin player? I've I've now been in this KFC room for an hour and a half and I'm I'm bloated on chicken. Oh yeah. <laughs> And this is no longer cool. <laughs> now what do I do? Because I wonder if you could order a pizza to the chicken room. When I sent this to you guys an idea, I was originally going to suggest, well, everybody else could do it, not just food place. I mean, you know, I'm in Columbus, Ohio. The Buckeye season will start before long. You can have a Buckeye themed room or a Pittsburgh Steelers themed room. What, what would you What would you deliver to it if it was a Buckeye themed room? Well, and see, that's what I'm saying because yeah, quarterbacks. I mean, is it going to be like your man cave? We really so, shouldn't have quarterbacks delivered to your room. <laughs> right, yeah. That, that's, got another, that's got another weird connotation. <laughs> yeah, that's just, this, well, has well, gone, this has gone badly. But if it's uh, the Pittsburgh one, if it's the Steelers one, would you get Permanti Brothers delivered? Yep. Well, but I'm oh, thinking... Permanti Button or like extra fries? Well, at best, it's a man cave. But you could be like, okay, you know, like Paul's wife is like, man, Paul's a sewage fan. Let's, you know, bring him to the Steelers room. Okay, that might be nice. Nice touch. There's Steelers stuff all over the place. But on our main caves, we have places we watch the game that has the Steelers signed up. Why do we have to go somewhere to get that same experience, you know? Okay, they may deliver a pizza. That's great. You could deliver a pizza at home. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to find what's the alluring thing about this. You know what I mean? I'm also genuinely concerned about this video game that after you've eaten four buckets of chicken, that video game is going to be just an absolute disaster. It yeah. is going to be slathered in grease and fat and oil and highly unpleasant. So what I would not want to be is the guy who forked over 111 pounds to stay there on night 11. Oh, yeah. It's going to be just wrecked. <laughs> but why can't that just be like a Frogger game or something? It, it's like you're, you're punishing. Maybe people. it is. Maybe that's the hot wing theme is that it's a hot wing that goes that goes in traffic. Well, it's got to be some goofball Kentucky Fried Chicken theme game. Well, like, yeah, but they're all going to be ripped off of other things. So is it Asteroid or is it, uh, uh, I don't know, Space Invaders? But their wings. I got all excited the day Space Jam came out. I don't turn on my video game system a lot, but I was just in the mood and I, I needed a new game. I traded a bunch of games because so I can get the new Madden 22 when it comes out in a few weeks. So I go to the demo store and say, hey, is there any good game supplier that I could download for free or whatever? There was a Space Jam game. I'm like, whoa! I mean, it's got LeBron. I thought maybe it was like NBA Jam. We could play LeBron and Bugs Bunny against the bad guys or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was a fighting game where LeBron and Bugs Bunny were fighting robots. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, what? What does that have to do with anything? So I bring that up to it say... It doesn't have to do with anything. Right. <laughs> so 
they made some goofball demo game because they thought it'd be cute and everyone would like it. I'm sure there's a Kentucky Fried Chicken game out there like that. Somebody at Kentucky Fried well, Chicken. Well, now you're going to make me look it up. Yeah, they demoed a game. So I'm sure after you ate way too much chicken, you're sick of it, you're bloated, you're in no mood to do anything else if you're night. You know, your loved one says, hey, let's play this game. And you're like, well, at least it'll be Frogger. At least it'll be NBA Jam. Like, you might think, hey, it's an NBA Jam video game. But suddenly you see, you know, Harlan Sanders fighting the bad guy or something. I, I, I'm just like... I, I'm Is the game more... within reach of the toilet? Because that might be more, oh, yeah. more efficient. <laughs> and That'd be that... handy. Hey, so guess what? KF Console... Which yeah, starts with a C. So KFC is a home video game console developed by KFC Gaming and Cooler Master. Uh, it is widely believed to be a hoax until its official reveal in December. It, yeah. It is a legitimate gaming console put out by KFC. See, for comedy's sake... What I should be doing is I should be defending this. I should be like, hey, Kentucky Fried Chicken, what a great idea. Why you guys keep, you know, scoring on them. I'm like, oh, they're wonderful. I mean, that's usually our theme for nights like this. I'm getting more annoyed at Kentucky Fried Chicken the longer we talk about this. I'm like, Wait a what minute. is going on? Wait a minute. I'm starting to crave KFC. Wait a minute. That's <laughs> the KFC console is bucket-shaped so that you can put a bucket of chicken into it, and it keeps your chicken warm. Uh, okay. Oh, that's it. genius. That's, that's genius. Freaking brilliant. <laughs> For a video it game. It legitimately account. keeps your bucket of fried chicken warm. We need and to have is a video game console. <laughs> the marketing guy from Kentucky Fried Chicken, <laughs> you've got Chris Hansen in. What? You know, like, we should invite him on the podcast. He's like, Oh man, they probably love me. They're probably gonna say I'm oh, wonderful. And then we say, Hey marketing guy, sit down. We have some questions for you, you know? And it ends up with us arresting him. You know, we have police outside where really? he's at and we just this arrest is, him. This is too much. I'm gonna be sitting in my car tomorrow at lunch with a bucket of chicken under my arm now. This Heck is actually yeah. crazy. KFC. Heck yeah. But extra crispy, right? Uh, so you oh. think this so you think this is the point? They want PR even from TV or small podcasts. So they're thinking that you, you, we're all going to be craving KFC tomorrow. Even mm-hmm. though we're saying they're horrible, now yeah. we can't get KFC out of our brains. Right. I mean, you've got you've had the whole chicken sandwich war for, what, two years now. So what better way to kind of veer that war in a different direction? Let's offer cheaper well, you, chicken. You notice that who's not in the, the, the chicken sandwich war, KFC, is not. A viable contender in the chicken sandwich war. Is that because they're doing these? What? Get out of town. What? What? Oh, it used to be the crispy kernel. Now it's the original crispy chicken. It's it's fantastic. Get get out of town. I will take that over any other. Have you been to Popeyes? Have you been to Popeyes? Yes. What? I've had the Popeyes sandwich. A little overhyped, I thought. Well. Can you come here? Did quick? you do the spicy one? Real quick. I don't like spicy stuff. Oh, well, that's yeah. a shame. Because that's where it goes to another <laughs> level. I'm, 
there's that's real. It's a whole nother level if you actually get into the spicy. See, they got a doctor with spices. I mean, just doctor who's why that's when it's good. KFC doctors it with eleven <laughs> herbs and spices that are weak. Yeah, but you still you still have the chicken essence. You don't have to fancy chicken it up with essence, heat and... The essence of chicken, it's just like this <laughs> oh to chicken, it's like a uh, a cologne. That's what I have to spray in order for a KFC to smell good to me. I also bring along my own little jar of eau de chicken. Uh, all right, guys, uh, guys, this is a first. I, I, I need yeah. my wife's opinion about it. Oh, she, she's, come here. Oh, don't come even here. back off now. Come we got to know. You have to weigh in. Do you want she to go broke. to this hotel? Yeah. <laughs> come, come here real quick. I, we got you. you can leave after a minute. We have a question for you. It's a very important question. It's a very just come real quick. This is audio only. Yeah, it's audio only. We won't see your video. I, I, I swear. I'm, come here, real quick. You're fine. You're wearing a high shirt. It's fine. <laughs> real quick. You're ruining the vibe. I'm wearing a flash shirt. Uh, I'm not right. flashing anyone. All right, this is the first. Well, come say hi. It's it's all good. Hello. So, hi. We have my wife. Uh, hi. Which you Special don't know guest. how rare of a treat this is. We got a, we got a caller. Yes. Long time <laughs> listener, first time caller. Uh, okay. Okay. So we're, we're talking about this. Um, there, Kentucky Fried Chicken in London has a pop up hotel. It's for two people. So it's not like you're taking your kids, you are taking your significant other. You know, you know. So if I take you there, you know, it's for a night that we get away and it's fun and everything else. This is what it looks like. Now, you could love Kentucky Fried Chicken, but do you want to do that? There is a button that gives you free chicken. Yes, it's a mention the free chicken button. Yes, it's $159 to go there. You get $139 of chicken. Uh, let us know what you think. Well, what I'm saying is, why would somebody go there? We're bashing. <laughs> we're, we're struggling with this. W- would there be any interest? Well, like, uh, Paul, Joe was saying the same company owns its own Taco Bell. They've actually tried a Taco Bell room. You love Taco Bell. Would you do Taco Bell? Yes. So if I took you away for a romantic night, you're not going to be horribly offended if I take you to a Taco Bell room. Let me just say, after you've eaten $130 worth of Taco Bell, romantic is not a word that's going to get used. (laughs) She said she would like this, but not for romance. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, very Romance good. Romance will good. not enter the picture in any way. Yes. After $139 <laughs> worth of Taco Bell. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Romance is in the trade so. <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> She's saying she would not eat even close to $139. Well, well you, you, you only have like to eat. Two week window you only got to eat $70. So everybody's, right. if you each eat $70 worth, you know, you're, you're there. Well, well, so I, I, so I guess the point, and and my wife here is not helping us out. Ah, uh, well, she's not helping the them out. Going there, okay? Romance is off the table. Off the table, easily. It's a hundred and thirty dollars worth of KFC chicken. Romance is not even in the picture. Right. 
it's maybe five minutes of, oh, this is a cute idea. Like, you might be happy for five minutes if I say, surprise, we're at a Taco Bell room. But does the surprise go away after a while? Eliminate, I mean, it's 139 bucks. Once, stuff, you, right? once you've taken all of the photos for the Instagram, like after yeah. that, that 10 minutes, then what do you do? Yeah, sit down and eat $130 worth. You go elbow <laughs> deep in a bucket of chicken. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you got stomach ache. And, you know, so <laughs> romance is out, you're sick, you're tired, and then there's just that greasy video game system over there, right? Right. <laughs> Now my wife is saying, "Hey, there's no kids. I can sleep for the night." You know, she's got a real on her face. That's real. I'd pay 111 pounds just to not have the kids for a night. Right, but one thing is, if you have a horrible stomach ache, that's not going to help you sleep for the night, right? Mm, not really. She's saying, "Okay." She's saying she's not going to eat until she has stomach ache. <laughs> My wife's a lovely person. She's not a podcaster by trade. <laughs> There's a principle in comedy called "Yes and," where you say something, you just take it you know, and run with whatever it is. Theater. That's you, right. You know how this works? So you go yes, yes and. It's yes just and it's just like I won't eat that much. I'm here to. Sleep. You would stop if you got hundred and thirty dollars for free food for hitting. The, all you gotta do is hit the button. You would? Do you think you would still be able to eat only a reasonable amount of food? Yes, I don't. Grab the chips. Yeah, okay. she's saying, saying that she won't gorge herself with face. Okay, we might have other guests. I don't know. Right? Like you, uh, what inspiration? Much like a, a, what? Like a buffet? You think you you're just better at calling a limit and saying no? I'm full. I'm not going to have any more. Well, in terms okay, of me. Well, anybody really. I mean, okay. I think that's the trap. I brought here. in. I brought in my own witness. You have another okay. witness. All right, I'm just taking the, taking the stand. Nineteen-year-old son here. Oh, All right. Okay. So, okay. Here's Hello, the premise. Sir. In London for eleven days. Okay. KFC is doing pop-up hotels, where for one hundred fifty-nine dollars a night, oh, yeah. you and one other person spend the night. You get one hundred thirty-nine dollars worth of free chicken for that stay. Okay. Your thoughts? I'm doing it in a heartbeat. Thank you. Well, let's chicken. be honest. When you're done eating that much chicken, heartbeat is also may something you may not have anymore. Yes, yes. $139 with it. You think you put down worth that? What's that? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's like financially worth it. Sure. I mean, <laughs> until you have to go to the hospital. But yes, financially, yes. <laughs> Okay, so maybe I'm missing this because I'm just thinking of it when we talk about two people. We're okay. looking at, hey, let's rekindle the love between a husband and a wife. But nobody said this was a romantic getaway. This is a this is a room with a, a hot wing themed video game and 139 dollars worth of buckets of fried chicken. Hopefully, large. This plumbing. is not romance. Well, but what was your honeymoon? You right. think this is a romantic getaway? <laughs> but I'm thinking here, look, Paul and his son, it's like a father-son bonding. Sure. Yes. 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 You're not taking your wife. I mean, oh, for really not. You're no. taking your son or your daughter, and you're saying, look, you know, this is a chance that we can reconnect. 
you know, I'm sorry for times over, of reconnecting. Now we're reconnecting, right? Over some very serious stomach ailments. Yes, let's reconnect. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what you do with your son. You know, you eat bad food together. <laughs> you're laying on the floor. Uh, father son <laughs> bonding. Oh, both on the toilet at the same time. So there's, I mean, there's, there's closeness. You have to share a toilet. I mean, this is not a story I'd like to elaborate on, but no. I did have an experience <laughs> where I visited my brother one time and we both got very bad food poisoning from okay. you know eating the same meal. <laughs> Yeah, spending a whole night in that scenario where you're trying to decide is the bathroom available or do I have to throw up in the sink is not really the family bonding thing that you think it might be. <laughs> okay. Well, well but, when you're uh, back to back on the toilet, you're. Oh. <laughs> 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 it was a bonding experience that. that will never escape your memory. Yeah. At that point. <laughs> Sounds worse, Stay <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! So, so you're why are we not making the advertisement for this KFC pop-up hotel? Honestly, okay. like this, this is the advertisement for it. Okay, so this is nothing for husband and wife. It's cool no. for dad and son, or dad and daughter, or people on a dare. Okay, it's alarming. Can, can you take your daughter there? Can you bond? Uh, I wouldn't. Okay. But some people might. I don't know. My daughter wouldn't do it. Yeah, she wouldn't no, do if it. it was, if it was Taco Bell, she might. Oh, really? that'd be worse. Don't you okay. think so? Like, uh, somehow it seems worse. I don't so, know why. Yes. Oh, by far. <laughs> all right. So it's all depends on the food, too. Huh. I'm just not, I can't really articulate why I think it would be worse, but I, I do believe that it would be. Oh, you, you said something earlier we've got to get back to. You said KFC is the best chicken sandwich. Yeah, what? Yes. <laughs> you yes. lost your mind? That's more shocking than this. Uh, oh, man. Thing. Okay, so here's the thing, though. Uh, I'm sorry, Paul. You you, you are a Yankee. Um, a Yankee? Fr oh. Yeah, fry, fried chicken from the north. No. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. No, it's not. So it's not. here's the real. Here's the real deal. Like, oh, the chicken sandwich is Chick Fil A and and Popeyes and whatever else. Like, well, the real deal is that any of those places do not match up to like anywhere in the South. Like, just like somebody's grandma making fried chicken <coughs> is infinitely better than oh, all. Of see, that. I, those rules weren't laid out when I made the comment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so we I remember a, a period where I came. I came home. We were up somewhere up in Michigan, I think, and we went to a place. And they were like, "Oh, the fried chicken's really here is really good." And I, I had some, and I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry. You, but, you, but, you do really think this is good fried chicken, don't you? I'm sorry." That's but we're just talking regular chicken sandwich, right? I guess. Like either a grilled chicken or crispy chicken, right? Crispy oh, chicken, right? Crispy. Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, a, a grilled chicken at basically anywhere is just some little rubbery disc. <laughs> it's my, no. my wife is making faces over here. This isn't good. What? All right. Are you a grilled chicken sandwich person? 
Um, yes, yeah, yeah. speak up. So uh, this is an audio podcast. This is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not on camera anyway, so I can't see you. Right. <laughs> I, I have a lot to talk on. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. The grilled chicken sandwich for me. No way. No. Well, what, makes, what makes a Kentucky Fried Chicken? Is it thicker? Is it like, <laughs> like why is that? It's juicier. Thicker it's and juicier. You know, so that's just like a, a spray they use. It's not really the sandwich that's juicier. They just spray stuff on top of it before they hand it to you. <laughs> you don't care. <laughs> doesn't matter to me. As long as it's juicy, it's just like they just dip it in something. No, that would be a, that would be better if they did that. If they actually had like a roux and like dumped it in there before they handed it to you, that'd be that'd be dope. I'd have that. <laughs> it's very crispy compared to other things. Like it's got more of the the breading. That's yeah. the thing for me with it is that the, there's so much breading. There's so much more breading, and not as much chicken. As some of the other ones. Hmm. Uh, Paul, what what else is up on your list of chicken sandwiches? Is it just KFC? Or are you? Is that the pinnacle? Oh, That's the top? Uh, Chick Fil A was good for me, but I got tired of it. But if you put the Chick Fil A sauce on the sandwich, the now we're back in business. Yeah, okay. my my pleasure. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I've got no hate on Popeyes. I'm just saying I'll, I will take a – I keep calling the Krispy Kernel. They changed the name of it. I will take the Krispy Kernel anytime. I will say – Which will I, be never now because that sandwich doesn't exist anymore. I got hooked on Popeyes <laughs> a while back. But I got to say since it's, they stopped marketing it so heavily, I haven't had a Popeyes chicken sandwich in probably a year. Like, like there was a time when you saw Popeyes chicken news all over the place – and there was a bunch of marketing and promotion. I took a couple sandwiches home. And I'll tell you, my wife is a former Chick-fil-A worker. So hell know. hath no fury like taking a <laughs> non-Chick-fil-A sandwich home. Ooh, how dare you? Yeah. Oh, no. Absolutely I might as well not. have brought a woman home and said, hey, right. <laughs> right? here she is. You know, and Walk in here with that strumpet chicken sandwich. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, so I here's the the house. Here's the thing down here, and I, you know, this was just been something I've noticed since living in the South. Uh, fast food is in quotation marks for almost anywhere. <laughs> it's the also only awesome. one that is legitimately quick and uh, efficient to the nth degree is Chick fil A. Yes. And in the South, that is why Chick fil A is uh, held in such high regard over a lot of other places because there will be three rows deep of cars trying to get through the thing, and you will still get your food quickly and correctly, yeah. and they will still say it's my pleasure. Okay. Uh, and, and, and the Popeyes only reason 45 minutes. Oh, easy, easy. <laughs> By far, the worst, the hands down, the worst fast food drive through line is Popeye's. I, I have never gone to a Popeye's here that did not take a full 30 minutes to get through. Easy. And that's but when there's only like fries no one else is in line. Still takes 30 minutes. Yeah. And, I, and there was one night I went, and this was at the height of the Popeye's chicken sandwich craze, where they didn't have chicken sandwiches, they didn't yeah. have mac and cheese, and yeah. I'm like, I had to wait in line half hour for this. Now I didn't go inside. <laughs> you had nothing. 
Yeah. Now, uh, maybe I should have went inside. I was a little nervous. It wasn't the best area of town. and <laughs> I was a little nervous walking in and walking back out, but I don't know. I, I went not too long ago. I went, got into a Popeye's line and I got up to the window or the, 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 the speaker, whatever the drive through thing. And they, they're like, yeah, we're out of sandwiches. Like, what is the point of you then? Why, why are you? You should the turn the, all of the lights off. <laughs> I, I, was any sandwiches. I, I was a, I was a, I was a, I was a, I I don't know if I told this story. Just a cake of butter. <laughs> just right? Mm, good stuff. I, I was a preteen. I, I don't eat that much now. I'm very so thick eater. And <laughs> uh, we went to Pizza Hut. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I've got, I've I got, like I've having a new audience Oh, this is beautiful. <laughs> I love it. fun of me, too. I'm getting made fun of in stereo in front of me, to the side of me. It's just, it, it's ridiculous. Please tell us your story about being a preteen. Uh, one, yeah, yeah, that's that might be a Chris Hansen story there, too. But there no, you go. There you it, go. No, but you know, we go to Pizza Hut, and this is before I ate other stuff at Pizza Huts, and there was no pizza there, and I was like stunned. Like, what's <laughs> happening? Why would anybody come to work at that point? Like, what, yeah, is, what are you even doing back there? You literally have one job. Yeah. I ain't it, here for the hut. Yeah, it's happening here in Columbus. <laughs> we went to Little Caesar. not bad, though. It was yeah. a good hut. A little Galaga game where you sit down, a little table. The red yeah. cups. Sometimes they were green. Yeah, remember the time when Pizza Huts used to be like a, a thrill, a treat. I mean, yeah, that was kind of high dining, mm-hmm. and now Pizza Huts, man, like, like yeah, we met Paul Sun tonight, which is fantastic. Man, if if Paul, you know, calls the Sun and say, "Hey, we're going to Pizza Hut tonight," Dad, what did I do wrong? Yeah, why are you right. taking me to Pizza Hut? You know, it's not. He's thrilled. He it's loves punishment. Pizza Hut. Oh, he punishment. does. Okay. <laughs> Oh, he loves it. What did I do wrong? You got bad grades. We're going to Pizza Hut. No, I I gotta tell you, we're gonna changed... spend the night in a KFC hotel. No, yeah. Why? What changed my life? I'm sorry, Dad. I'll study harder. The day that changed my life and my waistline. I used to be a smaller guy. You guys knew me in college. Was um the day that the Pizza Hut in Canton got their own buffet. I mean, I, I didn't believe it. Like, I, I'm sitting there, somebody comes up to me and says, Hey, do you know there's a buffet at Pizza Hut? And, I, and I'm then like, there was what? just a smoke shaped outline of you as oh, yeah. you had run away really fast, like the, <laughs> like Wiley e. Coyote. Oh, it, it was the greatest day of all time. Where was the where was the Pizza Hut in Canton? Um, in Belton Village, that was why. Oh, I okay, over there. Yeah, I mean, ninety-eight percent of the time, I had to go all the way to Belton Village to do something. Nah, <laughs> I don't know why. It just felt like that was really far away, and I just almost never. I, I didn't hardly do anything. Over there. College, that I just go to that hall, and I just went to that pizza shop that was down in that gas station, a okay. couple blocks south of of Twenty Fifth. Okay. That's where I got mugged. Oh, I forgot. My first my first weekend at Malone, I got mugged at that pizza shop. I, I remember hearing uh, that story and I uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, good times. You you survived, right? 
Yeah. No, dude, you, you made a pizza. pizza. I was holding the pizza, you know, almost like you hold, you know, with your hand underneath the thing, because I was trying to get my keys out to open up the thing. Dude ran up behind me, grabbed the pizza, started yeah. to run away. He got less than 10 steps away, threw it on the ground, stomped on it, picked it up and ran off. And at that point, it's like, I don't, I don't really want it anymore. Like he stomped on my pizza. You should have fallen him home because he took a home to but, eat it. I have no he, idea what he, he did. He never after lifted that. the lid to stay. He just stepped no, on the lid. On the lid, yeah. He just threw the whole box down. Oh, stomped on the box, and then ran off. That's still good. And I'm just standing there with my key car keys in my hand, going like, "What? I don't even understand. I don't understand what just happened." That's, a good That's still edible. Edible pizza. It was for him, I'm sure. How did that change? <laughs> but I'm not running after this dude off into the darkness. No. Did he have a gun or anything? No, I'm not so much as I know. I don't think huh. so. All I I had a pizza, and then I didn't have a pizza. That was my story. That's my story. But I guarantee you that you would not be mugged if you went to this KFC hotel. My, my lovely, beautiful wife, and I'm saying this because I, I mean this. She's been sitting here by me, off, mm -hmm. off screen, probably barely audible. But whoever's listening to this is probably like, I can't hear her. Is he making it up? Well, she's I here. Heard, I heard her. I hear her just fine. She's here. There you go. There she is. But, you know, the first laugh line that anything I said, I mean, she's laughing at Joe. She's laughing at Paul. Was what I said. Do you have a gun? And for some reason, she—that was her laugh line. You know what I mean? I—I'm I, trying to write comedy. I think if he'd have had a gun, it would have been yeah. difficult to manage the pizza grab and stomp with a gun in your hand. That would have been a challenge. Well, see, I'm just envisioning the scene from Friends where they—they they keep stealing that cheesecake and they drop yes. it on the ground. Yes. Yeah, and then they just pull out their forks and, and then Joey comes that, in with a just pulls a fork out of his jacket because he has yeah. one on him at all times. So, <laughs> what are we eating? What are we eating? Oh man! Yeah, yeah. Did you ask for a new pizza? I had to ask. No, I didn't. <laughs> I dropped the pizza in the garage. Remember the one? I. I I wasn't full of good ideas. This is my first weekend as a as a college freshman. Yeah, man, my wife is saying she once dropped a pizza in the garage and she asked for a new one, and she got it. I was so. gonna pay for it and they didn't try. Well, she was a lovely young woman. We were creepy college men students that you know. It wasn't. In That's true. Yeah, she said she wasn't in college. She said she did it last night. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. What what a monumental night! The first podcast appearance of my wife. Yep. We saw Paul's son. Paul's son. This is like a. It's like we should all get together and go to a KFC hotel or something. Yeah, I mean, this is just an amazing. This whole podcast was just finger licking good. Right. The Etc. Show brings families together. Together. Yes. And plays really greasy video games. Yeah. <laughs> you do have to look into this KF console, though, that will keep your fried chicken warm. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know what games it plays. 
Yeah, I'm so torn on this. I mean, hey, I got a video game system here in the in our office, but I'm not playing video games based on food. I'm sorry. I think the idea is to yeah, but think about college kids. It's like a snack thing. Like it's utilizing the heat that the game is putting off and putting it safely into something that would keep your food warm. I'm liking the idea of putting like a bowl of nachos in there. Okay. And having to keep it warm? Dope. Okay. Um, uh, my my producer here on the side is saying, well, what's our favorite type of nachos? Favorite type of nachos? Mm. Yeah. I didn't say I'm boring. I'm just, give me some cheese on. That's, that's as far does as it, I go. Does it have to be like spicy cheese? Does it need to be a queso or is it just like stadium cheese? Nacho cheese, okay. like actually stuff in it. Okay, because there's the no, 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 no called, bits. <clears throat> like stadium dip, where it's just hot cheese. Yeah, like and Taco then you Bell, can put a little little cup of dip. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then you can put jalapenos on it as well. Hmm. If you're crazy, but you don't I'm do not. that. You just no. do cheese on top of chips. Yeah, round yeah. chips or triangle chips. Oh, I'm I'm not particular. What? <laughs> But Joe, you don't tell me that there's no difference between them. Oh, I don't care what it, you have a preference. Don't get out of town. You're standing in the store. You got to get chips. You're making nachos. Are you getting the round ones or are you getting the triangle ones? I guess this, I'm probably getting the triangle ones. Just to, there you go. That's all it is. It's not that the other ones are evil or they're wrong. It's which ones do you prefer? And it's the triangle ones, which is the correct answer. <laughs> Because usually, if you go to like a football game, like a high school football game, they almost always have the round ones. Because they're cheap. Yes. And it doesn't make any sense because you've got the little container and then you got the little thing of cheese and you have a big round disc that you cannot fit into that little container of cheese. You've got to break yeah. the chip in order to get it in there. And you got to say, take an uncheesed bite. No. How dare you? What did I get? Did I get nachos or did I get tortilla chips? I got nachos, my friend. Well, and Paul's the first guy ever to sing the praises of Kentucky Fried Chicken. I have never heard anybody else say the Well, Kentucky probably Fried Harlan Sanders also sung its praises, but, you know. I don't know if Harlan Sanders likes Kentucky Fried Chicken sandwiches. I, I bet he's like, eh. <laughs> He's sort of ambivalent <laughs> about it. His face is on it. Okay, so KFC. When you look at the sign, do you see his, uh, Harlan Sanders' face with a tie? Or do you look at a giant Harlan Sanders head on a little stick finger body? Look at that logo. Mm, I don't... Look I, at the logo I, I see on, where you're coming from. I, I don't, when I look at I that thing, all I see is it's a giant yeah. head on top of a <laughs> stick body. Yeah. All, all that I is not a tie. That is his arms and his legs. And a giant head that he would make him fall over. All I see <laughs> is we have a nine-year-old girl that likes getting mac and cheese out of our restaurants. And Kentucky Fried Chicken is probably one of the few consistent places that have mac and cheese that you can go through a drive-thru. Really? So, yeah, our 14-year-old likes to get... And, and yes, the forty-six-year-old <laughs> likes the mac and cheese. Too. <laughs> but but I don't like the again, Paul. I'm sorry to rip on you here, but I don't like the big, you know, crispy 
gummy chicken crispy stuff to put in sandwiches. So you know, if, yeah, it's just, <laughs> I, it just, well, it's really that's a McDonald's chicken sandwich. Yeah, man, you're getting the wrong sandwich. I think if it's gummy. <laughs> Speaking of KFC, I bring this up. It's with- the different colors. It's the worms. Like what? <laughs> no, that's the wrong sandwich. I bring this up with our audience still here. I'm not pro Kentucky Fried Chicken marketing, but I got to tell you, and, you know, <laughs> did you see the Lifetime movie that Kentucky Fried Chicken did? It was like a 10-minute movie. They, they premiered this like a, what was it, a year ago? Um, they put it on Lifetime, and they had Mario Lopez from Saved by the Bell, and they came up with some... Lifetime themed, hey, you know, somebody's gonna try to kill me and protect me and all this other stuff. And it was based on Harlan Sanders. Did you guys see that? I did not. You lost me at Lifetime and Mario Lopez. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> well, I, I've even up- when we said, Paul, you've won a lifetime supply of Mario Lopez, okay, uh, goods. T-shirts and necklaces and a mask. This is what I'm facing. I love her to death, but we're in this grand time of television with streaming services and everything. Even with a free service, you have, what, thousands of movies, TV episodes. I mean, you've literally got the world at your fingertips and everything. I go upstairs at night and I'm like, hey, what are we watching? It's Lifetime Movie Network. It's either 90 Day Fiance or Lifetime Movie Network. What? Oh, li- 90 Day Fiance. That's some of the best comedy you can watch. Yes. Okay. See? Yeah, it doesn't hold a candle to Wipeout, though. Wipeout is good quality television. There's no other reason to make other TV shows other than Wipeout. <laughs> I, I, I think Paul might be changing his tone because I, I know Paul's wife's a big fan of 90 Day Fiance. Have you always been a fan, Paul? Oh, I'm not a fan. I think it's it's horrid, but it's so horrid it's funny. It's like it's birdemic. <laughs> it's birdemic okay. quality. My wife's always into the the uh, either the like make home makeover shows. Okay. Or the or the people who are looking for million dollar residences somewhere, okay. you know that one where it's like, I'm a part time pencil sharpener and my <laughs> wife collects uh, butterflies. What? We're looking for a four point two million dollar home that's yes. on the beach, but is close to my office downtown. Like okay. what? There's that doesn't exist. <laughs> So we'll just go slightly over our budget for this $15 million home that is neither downtown nor on the beach. I've gotten more accepting. Hey, if you like some different programming, that's fine. She just looks at me and says, there's nothing else on TV. I'm like, Wipe out. There's always finding Bigfoot. There's yeah. always finding Bigfoot. Well, and there's- there's always somewhere... One of the four channels that is playing reruns of the original Law and Order. Right. I mean, there's so much on TV. Not, not the Law and Order SUV. Not the Law and Order Criminal Minds. No, none of that. Original. Original. Original KFC 
OT chicken sandwich. Okay. I just hit that button, and there's another channel that's playing Law and Order. My wife says she loves new Law and Order. I guess like new Law and Order. What's the OGs? The, the what? What's, that, what's his name? Christopher Maloney yeah, or something? That one. Oh, is the that another one? Dead? The one about the mob? Yeah. Oh, okay. I haven't watched that at all. Okay. Not the SUV. Okay. SVU. No SUV. <laughs> I didn't misspeak. I know what I called it. I'm just having a hard time. I gotta tell you that was in post production. <laughs> I gotta be honest, and here's here's my problem. This is my biggest issue in life. I can't keep up with everything. I'm working. I'm I'm trying to be there for my family and everything else. And there's so much stuff going on. You're too busy creating content to be taking yeah. in other content. Yeah, yeah. and we have what. A zillion hours of Olympic TV. I think I watched one hour of it. It's just way too much stuff to f- keep up with. Did you watch any of the um, skateboarding? No, I didn't watch skateboarding. Was that nice? Uh, it was okay. okay. I didn't quite understand. I'm, <clears throat> I, I'm always a little bit skeptical of any of the sporting events that require a judge to tell me if one person did better than the next. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I like I, I like it to be a little objective. I threw it further. I ran faster. You know, like those things I understand. But uh, your technique of twirling the ribbon on a stick was slightly better than the other person's twirling a ribbon on a stick. So therefore, your gold and the other person uh, deserves to be deported. Like I don't, I don't get that. I don't understand. Well, and we talked about this. That's not a a sport. Bigger than his. What? It needs to be. Yes. It needs to be. What that that really should be. American Ninja (laughs) Warrior really should be in the Olympics. Well, we talked about this earlier tonight. And and guys, I need your commitment to this because I I still have an audience, which is great. I I, honestly, I'm tickled she's still here. She's like, not for much longer. None of us are here for much longer. This has been an hour. (laughs) <laughs> right, right. Well, we'll close it. I'm, I'm just stunned she's here. This is great. I mean, this, it's turning, it's turning everything around. Um, one other thing. How about this? One other thing, and then we'll we'll close up because we got another podcast to tape. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Why is she laughing? Oh, no, it's great. <laughs> we're getting fired up. We're, the other podcast will be better because we got uh, fired up here. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're fired up. I, I hear it through the floor always. Yes. Yeah, she says she hears it for the floor. It's just amazing. Oh, man. Well, you know, I, I was thinking, we talked on earlier podcasts tonight with um, Craig Schaup about how to improve the Olympics. And I want to mention this because I mentioned this to my wife. She looked at me like I was a zombie. We have to have an old-timer section of the Olympics. You know, I mean, it, it's fun. You know, you go to the baseball game. It's the old-timers game, you know. Rocky Calvito, he's 88 now. He got a statue in Cleveland the other night. You know, he's an old Indians ball player. Um, you, you know, I told you guys before the show that, you know, there was a gymnast. She was in her 30s. She was making an amazing comeback. And unfortunately, she fell and hit her head a couple times. And they said, enough, you got to go. But what I'm saying is, would this make you watch? Did they make her stop? What? Did they make her stop? 
Yeah, after twice it said stop. Wow. Well, she just walked. How out. to know objectively that your Olympic event did not go well? Right. They asked you to stop. Well, she didn't make the Olympics. This was a tape from the U.S. Championships. Oh, okay. All right, all right. She yeah, clearly yeah. did not win the U.S. Championships. No, that. no. If they asked you to stop, you did not win. <laughs> and, and she, like Dwight Schrute on the tightrope. Right? And she would just stop. She would just say, maybe she just walked out. She's like, hey, enough of this. But, you know, and hey, I was mocked by my bare half. I, I kind of chuckled. I thought it was interesting. You chuckle, you laugh. Okay, <laughs> I guess I laughed. Now we're getting the real story. <laughs> I mean, it's all good. But, you know, I I really think this could turn the Olympics around. Have a competition, the old-timers. Do you remember Nadia Kolomich? I, I think I got her last name, right? I don't think you got the last name, right? I remember who that is. Okay. <laughs> 76, first perfect 10. Oh, what a great story. Nadia's still around now. I think do Nadia you, could compete. Do you think there's a chance that she could still get a perfect 10? Would the scores be adjusted since she's in her 70s? I don't know. Would they? Should they be? I don't well, know. Or should, the judges the also, or should the judges also be super old and they may not actually be able to see very well? <laughs> this, so this they're is, just assuming that she's brilliant. This is getting trouble. I don't I know. Don't... Do we want to watch people who are like super old doing this stuff and probably not very no, good anymore? See, I, you go from like someone who's at the top of their game falling. I can see humor in that, but when you start getting seventy-five-year-olds falling and like break, shattering hips, right? It, it just gets unpleasant. Yeah, he but laughed. Bit... He laughed. <laughs> he did laugh a little bit. But let's look at some. That's why I like watching people. Wipeout because it's always people who are young and fit and full of themselves, <laughs> and them yep. just like completely getting plastered by you know. Foam and moving parts and the big balls. How about America's sweetheart Mary Lou Retton? I, I wonder how she's doing right now. You remember her from? I think she was uh, in you. Yes. Box. Yeah, she was from the Wheaties box. <laughs> I do remember her from the Wheaties box. Yes. <laughs> you know, I ate a lot of those Wheaties, and you know what? I never did compete in the Olympics. I ate all those Wheaties, man. Yeah, America, okay, America. Hold on. You were a avid consumer of Wheaties. I ate a lot of Wheaties. Right. Yeah. You did. And you're critiquing my love for the crispy kernel? What? Don't even put them in the same. Wheaties are like this little cardboard flakes. Okay. What? What is wrong with you? Why? Why? What are you saying about my Wheaties? My Wheaties. How dare you? I just mm. Mary Lou Retton must have ate a lot of Wheaties. She probably ate no Wheaties in her entire life. It was the Later, 80s. They lied to pebbles. us all the time. She was there with the Fruity Pebbles. That's right. She's eating Lucky Charms up in here. The things that are literally just marshmallows. You just eat all the marshmallows out of it and you throw the rest of it away. You're like, can we just have the marshmallows? A lot of Pizza Hut buffets? Is that what we're saying? Or... Yes. <laughs> okay. He was there at the Pizza Hut buffet. Absolutely. Okay. With only one pizza that people actually want to eat. She would stay at that KFC hotel <laughs> by herself. Rocking 100 and 
$39 worth of fried chicken. <laughs> and just playing that video game all right. night long. And, and she's going from the Kentucky Fried Chicken Hotel to <laughs> our... Right to the Senior Olympics. <laughs> yeah. Our, what? Do we call it's it... uneven bars in, at, at age 60. Do we call it Senior Olympics or the Old Timers game? I kind of like the Old Timers game. I think that you might of... as well call it the older Old Timers game because nobody's yeah. watching it. Oh, that would just be <laughs> so cringeworthy. Mary Lou Retton gets Nadia Cohen Meach. Uh, who are you picking? Uh, what are we competing in? Oh, are we competing in eating the buckets of no, KFC chicken? Is this an eating contest? Because I'm giving it to Nadia. Okay, she's I probably want, hungry. She I still lives in Russia, Olympians right? In a different sport. Well, and, and so my wife is but she's in ice hockey. Ooh. Well, and see, here's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at Marilyn Retton at, in 2021. You know what I mean? Nadia 2021. I looked up. Remember Mark Spitz? I think it was like 1972. He won seven gold medals. You know, Google Mark Spitz. He's 72. I want to see an old-timers race between, like, Mark Spitz and some other old classic Olympians. And here's the thing. If you win, whoever wins that race will compete in the finals of the regular Olympics. So I want to see Mark Spitz against current Olympians. Wouldn't that be fantastic? No, that would be good. No, that's just – that's a disaster waiting to happen. Okay. All right. Should be good. Uh, I, I'm getting some shattered yeah. hips all over the place. Joe, if, if we institute changes, are you going to be watching more Olympics? How, how much Olympics have you watched, Joe? Uh, more than I expected to. Really? I was visiting my dad last week, mm-hmm. and while I was there, it, he doesn't have cable; it's, he just has regular television. So, like, I. That was a default thing that could be put on and left on for a while, where nobody was going to argue about it. So that there was a lot more. There was a lot more Olympic coverage that I watched than I thought. But I have been a big fan on Peacock Network of watching uh, the Kevin Hart and Snoop Dogg show where they respond to the Olympics. Oh, it's kind of amazing. Especially the last segment, usually they run a clip of something from the Olympics. They have no idea what it is and just having them respond to it. The first, first episode, I think, or maybe it was the second, they're responding to dressage oh. with the horse dancing. And Snoop was so impressed that he wanted to get that horse in his next video. And Kevin just lost it. He's like, Snoop Dogg is going to put this horse in a video. <laughs> Raise a question I need to ask. What about okay. what about the popular sport of run walk, of race walking, race walking? Oh no, no. I, I see that every. Is... I can see that. Yeah, every morning at nine at the local mall, you can see that. <laughs> I but they're not as efficient as I... the other runners, race walking runner people. I don't know why. It's, it's a very weird looking thing. Okay. I get the I get the concept, but I don't fully yeah I don't fully understand how these people are better at it than other people. I don't. You know, it's it's so cruel because so you it goes can, back to what my, I think. My wife was watching the four hour race, 
Yeah. So you could do the speed walking for four hours, think you won, only to find out, oh no, you got dog points because you your form was messy in hour two. It's just cruel. They wouldn't tell you that at that point. I don't think you know right you away. Dock, so you're judged and it's a race? That's no, that's nonsense. Well, you oh, have yeah, they, go... they, have, they make sure your form is proper or else you lose points. Okay. Second worst job in that race, well, only thing worse <laughs> than running that race is being the guy who has to watch somebody run that yeah. race. So that means you probably have a judge for each one of the people who's doing it. That's nonsense. Okay. So the thing I mean, that. that... The thing that I think would improve the Olympics is every event has one person in it who is a normal person who has no training in this whatsoever. And, you know, watching that guy get smoked by these people who really know how to do the butterfly swim, like, that's something I want to see. Some person in the judo competition who has no clue what judo is. I won't mention names, but I have family members who watched that over the weekend and said, crap, I'm Olympian. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> I am Olympian. <laughs> <laughs> she Somebody has outed themselves. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> no, I will say, if you go to either the KFC hotel or the yeah. Taco Bell hotel, you will be doing that speed walking. Uh, yes, straight up. Because <laughs> you got to stay quick. Quite good Otherwise, there's going to be a whole other... A whole nother problem happening. Okay. Now we gotta take the Olympics and make everybody at the Olympics <laughs> spend the entire time at the KFC hotel. Me that way. Yeah, yeah. And you have to eat $139 worth of chicken every single day. Yes. Yes. I'm down for that. Some severely bloated and uh <laughs> well aimed people trying to compete in the Olympics. Could you imagine eating $139 worth of chicken and then trying to do that speed climb? Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that would be tough. <laughs> Get on a mountain bike? No. No, thank you. <laughs> well, my wife and I are celebrating our anniversary this weekend. We're not sure what we're doing. Congratulations. We, we may not be going anywhere. Our budget shot. We have kids. KFC that... Hotel. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> Or maybe just a regular KFC. If, if we can hop a flight to London, yeah, stay at the Erstwhile KFC hotel. Sure. Can why you guys not? babysit? We'll drop we'll drop off the kids and fly yeah, over to off at my house. Okay. Yeah. Just All run right. on down here. That's only two days drive. Great. So that's why, and, and before we close, because um, yeah, that's why you got support our podcast. Let me do a couple quick plugs and then we'll close and we'll head toward our, our Steelers fun uh, for tonight. Um, hey, uh, Charter Bank, no, not Charter Bank, Chase Bank. Yikes. Oh, my yikes. <laughs> yeah. You can probably use Charter Bank too, but don't go to Chase Bank. Yeah, yeah go to Chase Bank. I don't know why I said Charter Bank. Oh, my goodness. How, how embarrassing. But, you know, we used to be members of a bank that started with charter and you know there's no banks around we had to drive an hour to get to a bank how you know it's like Oregon Trail is crappy <laughs> it's tough so you, you want more convenience so we found Chase Bank and you know we're in the Columbus 
is a chase bank every block, it seems like, which is great. So you, you get a lot of choice. And during a pandemic, you don't want to go into the bank. You, you want to have ease of banking online. Uh, Chase Bank offers ease banking. All you got to do is sign up for the link. Oh, my goodness. Uh, half an hour ago, I said, this is wonderful that my wife came down. <laughs> I'm getting the same feeling like, like I did when I used to watch Mark Malone play football for the Steelers. Just this crazy, awkward feeling in my stomach. Um, oh, how the turntables have... Yes, how the turntables have... <laughs> As the famous Steve Crow once said. <laughs> but, but no, you know, so you just go up to wherever you're linking to this podcast. And you might be sitting here and going, I used to like this podcast before we had guests to my left-hand side. Well, you can get paid. If you start an account for, with Chase Bank, attach a direct deposit to it, they will drop in 225 bucks in your account. Uh, I am being... Death glare right now. It's awful. So try Chase Bank. It's worked for me. It should work for you as well. All right, here's the other thing, real quick, and we'll close out this part. Um, hey, tough part, guys. It's coming into football season, okay? So Saturday afternoons and evenings, you need to watch college football. Sunday afternoon, you need to watch pro football. Well, here's the problem. Your spouse comes and says, I want to go furniture shopping. And you're like, Sunday at 1? This is football time. Well, here's what you do. You go to our website where you can download the podcast. Click on Ashley Home Store ad. You get a coupon. You can shop online. So you tell your spouse, we're not going to the furniture store. Got your laptop. You can shop online. You can save money at Ashley Home Store. They'll deliver for you. It's a lot cheaper. It saves time. It saves money, and you can watch football. There's uncomfortable silence here in this room right now. Is this something I said? I don't know. So, okay. Do your thing. All right. Very good. All right. So, (laughs) oh my gosh. Half hour ago, this was a great idea. I love it. Bring us together. It's perfect. What, What a great anniversary gift she just gave. Yes. Half hour later, I'm like, oh my goodness. I've never said that's before. It's it's never been greater. Okay, now she's saying she's never gone furniture shopping. Oh. No, uh, okay. I, I, I don't know. This is comedy. I'm trying to write stuff up on the fly. Not everything is entirely truthful. That's how it works. Right. Oh. <laughs> advertising is nothing but lies. Yeah, I mean Oh, lies. She does understand yes and, and she does understand sometimes you stretch for comedy purposes. Um, Uh All right. Well, that's fun. (laughs) All right. Speaking of stretched, we've stretched this one article an hour and 17 minutes. I got more things I got to say. Well, hey, thanks for coming down. (laughs) We'll see you later. (laughs) You made me come in. Yes, it's true. We can play the tape back. We know. Cue up that that Lifetime Movie Network movie you haven't watched. (laughs) When spouses attack their husbands as they do podcasts. Yeah, it's it's very (laughs) nice. That's a good show, man. Oh, it's wonderful. All right. So, yeah. So, we will be back. Um, Hey, got a lot of good content out there. Um, uh, Frasier podcast. uh, Looked at a episode of Frasier. We had that earlier tonight. That'll be out shortly. And then we talked about 
how to improve the Olympics. If you like this analysis, we, we have a whole hour about that tonight. And then what else do we talk about? Oh, how to manage all the streaming stuff that's out there. I, I talked to Craig for an hour about you can't keep track of everything. So what's a better way of keeping track of stuff? It, it's a hard world we live in, guys. So just trying to give some practical advice, all right? Um, and check out our Behind the Steel Curtain podcast. Uh, we're going in episode three uh, tonight. We're talking about teams that the Steelers fans should dislike, and there should be some disagreement with that, I'm sure. You will catch out on Saturday. Um, episode two is out there right now. And you might be sitting there going, I don't like the Steelers. Well, first of all, you're silly if you don't like the Steelers. You should. Great team, great franchise. But secondly, they like it when there's downloads. So if you love Paul, if you love Joe, if you tolerate me, download the podcast. It makes our what, – what do you want to call them? Our bosses? Our – I don't know if we should Overlords. Say Overlords. It makes the overlords <laughs> behind the steel curtain very happy. Overlords. So just download oh, it. Just don't even listen to it. Just download it. Give it to your friends. Download every device you have. It'll be wonderful. So, anything else on etc. Before we go into the weird mode. Stay creamy. All right. Fantastic, guys. Well, for Paul, Joe, Paulson, my wife, man, so many guests. Uh, we said I've brought, brought nobody to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Shannon, next week you're at the table. He's right here. upstairs, but yeah, he's coming down for, for the time being. Yeah, Shannon's hiding and sobbing. It's it's rough. So, all right. Well, for everybody who appeared, <laughs> thanks. What a show. We'll, uh, we'll see you at the Steelers. Have a good one. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.